Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the Create Smarter Podcast Conversation Series, where we sit down with an industry professional and hear their takes on marketing trends, live events, and how they create smarter. The job of a social media content creator is no easy task, and our friend Marissa will tell you that firsthand. Trying to balance posting content, engaging with followers, and tracking likes, follows, and views, all while trying to stay on top of the latest trends and viral hits, can give you gray hair just thinking about it. When you throw college athletics into the mix and are now required to juggle all the different sports a college may offer and create video content for them that is both engaging and creative, it can get overwhelming. To help us get a better handle on such a job, our pal Josh went right to an expert on this kind of thing. Joey Matutani is the creative video producer for Boston College Athletics and was kind enough to sit down with Josh and tell us all about how he creates smarter in the field of college athletics, not only in the video production side, but also how to capitalize on social media and maybe even go viral. Let's take a listen. Today, I am joined by our special guest, Joey Mitsutani. Uh, Joey works for the uh, Boston College Athletics. Joey, welcome to uh, welcome to Create Smarter. Thanks so much for coming on the show. Yeah, Josh, thank you for having me. I guess that sort of brings me to my first line of questioning. Just want to learn a little bit more about what you're doing over at BC. Uh, my alma mater, of course. I know it's your alma mater in spirit, let's say. Uh, would you like to give the folks just a little background on sort of what led you to your current role at BC? Yeah, um, so I'm currently uh, the creative video producer here at Boston College Athletics. Um, I'm in charge of creating uh, basically creative content, video content for our social platforms from uh, you know all the team platforms as well as BC Eagles, our general uh, school uh, athletic department uh, account. Um, so I create videos for those. Um, how I got here, it's kind of a funny story. Um, I was part of the marching band here at, uh, at Boston College, which I, that's why how I know Josh. Um, and then from Emerson College with a TV production a degree uh, and kind of freelanced a little bit after. Didn't know what I wanted to exactly do, but I wanted to, I knew I wanted to do like sports media, um, but I didn't have any sports media background coming out of college. So it's kind of freelancing around New York City a little bit. And one summer I, fi- I finally got like a video production intern for like a minor league baseball team in Jersey, uh, which I, I'm originally from, you know, so I kind of like commuted like an hour and a half each day going to central Jersey, you know, I'm originally You were, you were with Jersey, the so. Somerset Patriots, right? Sorry to interrupt, yep. but just got to shout out the Somerset right. Patriots, Sparky the dog, yep. general admission, <laughs> love those guys. Yep, they're now a, a trip, a double A affiliate, I believe, um, with the with the New York Yankees. Uh, they're now affiliated, but back when I was there, I was uh, it was an independent uh, league uh, for the Atlantic League. So, uh, I, for one summer, you know, I you know I worked baseball, just baseball, 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 seven days a week. You know, season ended, uh, we didn't have a good postseason run. Um, so I was kind of looking for a job. Um, obviously, for some you know, athletic departments, you know, working in a minor league baseball team for a summer wasn't enough. Um, but one institution uh, that was hiring at that uh, time, uh, Notre Dame Athletics, uh, Fighting Irish Media, saw what I did, what I had on my portfolio and said, hey, we're going to take a chance on you. Like, why don't you come on as like a production intern? Um, so that was an internship. It was like a two years max internship. So around like a year and eight months in, um, I needed to find another job. Um, so I started kind of looking around. Uh, and then on social media, on Twitter, actually, I found a job opening saying Boston College Athletics is hiring a video producer. So that's how I kind of got into this position right now. That's great. I love your, your stories taking you from Boston to Somerset to South Bend and all the way back to Chestnut Hill. That, that, 
really, when you look back on all that, I'm sure you didn't really think when you went down to Central Jersey you would be uh, working at a Conti Forum or Alumni Stadium or wherever the heck you are right now. Yeah, uh, I'm currently in a, a luxury suite in between Alumni Stadium and Conti Forum. So if you if I look that way, there's a football field. If I look that way, uh, the men's hockey team is currently practicing on the ice. So apologize if you hear some like puck noises in the back. That's them right there. And I guess with that, you mentioned sort of the multifaceted nature, even just where you're calling in from with football on one side and hockey on the other. What's that like? How do you stay organized when you're you know, working with so many different teams, so many different sports, obviously coaches and personnel in there. That must be a lot to sort of all keep consistent, but also kind of specific to each team, right? Yeah. So basically how my job is kind of, you know, working in this apartment is that my position is in the communications department, uh, which is basically consists of sports information directors. Um, they're in charge of anything regards to communications, PRs of their specific teams. And within there, I'm a service that kind of serves all the teams. So in a sense, like in regards to organizing things, it goes through the sports information directors. Um, so basically the sports information director for fencing might say, hey, Joey, there's a, a bean pot happening at uh, Cambridge for uh, fencing. Is there a way I, we can send a shooter out there? Um, so we'll say, okay, well, yeah. Uh, you know, I'm not available because I might be with hockey and then my coworker might not be available because he was he's with football. Let's see who we can pull, right? Whether it's a student worker or, you know, like a freelancer around the area. So that's kind of uh, the key in, in regards to, you know, like operating with that many different teams. And obviously, as you said, it's different, right? For each individual team. So it's a lot of going through those, uh, the specific sports information director to figure that out, you know, like what does your team want slash need and how can we accommodate that? I'm, I'm curious, like, can you really make it super specific and super unique to the team? Do you still on all projects kind of try to adhere to like a general BC like style and look and feel guide kind of thing? How, how specialized can you get depending on the, uh, the request? So we try to specialize as much as possible, right? Because Again, as I mentioned, every team is different. Like what hockey would want is completely different from what, you know, men's basketball will want. Uh, it's just it's just different, um, period. Um, the, as you mentioned, though, we still have to work around the overall departmental, you know, whether it's a style guide or, you know, creative look, branding, anything like that, right? We can't work away from it. But at the same time, we do specify, uh, you know, specifically work with each team and you know create content for what they want for their social platforms that's great and i know not to say that you don't have uh, fun with some of your work i've seen some fun 360 ish videos of you holding like a knockoff lightsaber kind of thing when it comes to the the wackier stuff like that like where do you and your team kind of come up with your more like engaging content ideas from is that is that a team process how's how's that work so in a sense, obviously the sports information director is kind of tosses the project from there. We'll take it and say, okay, how can we make this creative? How can we make this eye catching? How can we, you know, tell the story if there is a story, right? Whether it's a rivalry game or anything like that, you know, or well, if it was the Wells game, uh, you know, for Wells with the red bandana game with football, how can we tell that story? So there's a little different approach, um, but going to your, like the 360, uh, video that you've mentioned. Uh, that was part of our uh, media day slash production day, uh, which is basically a day where we just send everyone on a team through to get their headshots as well as, you know, like 
any video shots of them when we need them. Uh, most of the time, we need to use them for our in-game, you know, if someone has a great play. So that's where we can be creative because the only thing we get or the one only thing that's required of us is to actually do it, uh, whether logistically, right? You know, this is the amount of time you get with the team. This is the location you get with the team. What can you do within that? Uh, but that's the whole creative process, right? You have fun with it um, based off of what you can logistically do. Um, obviously, two years ago, we couldn't do the 360. Now we were able to. So that's where we were able to kind of put our creative ideas in. And that's kind of how it works around here quite frankly. That's awesome. That's that's really cool too what you were saying about um kind of taking inspiration from other I guess an SEC team. Um do you find yourself doing the same thing looking at specific schools or just other schools that are are kind of BC-esque or do you guys just try to totally do your own thing? Don't take inspiration from anybody. I personally when you're working in this industry of sports creative, it's impossible to kind of think of an idea from scratch. Um, obviously I think every creative in sports media kind of looks around what everyone else is doing. Right. Um, obviously we have some ideas, you know, if it's a new idea, we'll, you know, we'll make it and we'll throw it on Twitter or, you know, Instagram and we'll see how it goes. Right. But at the same time, a lot of the times we'll see other institutions, what they're doing. And then from there, you know, kind of branch out saying like, how can we utilize that idea to make it fit our kind of look slash our idea that we have. And what's kind of funny is that not we don't only look at like Twitter and you know Instagram too, right? Like uh, my coworker and I, we love TikTok uh, and we're just obsessed with it. Um, so we you know flip through a ridiculous amount of TikToks. Specifically with TikTok, it seems like you've been uh, pretty successful. You could say I'm sure. Obviously, some videos might do better than others, but we're what like the third or fourth uh, most popular college athletics TikTok account. Yeah, so our general BC Eagles account, um, Boston College Athletics is, I think the the user or handle name is, um, is top 10 in the country in regards to followers, um, which I think it's kind of funny because, you know, like, again, like Boston College Athletic itself as a brand isn't that big across the country, right? There's SEC schools that have a bigger branding than us. Um, but on TikTok, that doesn't mean anything because because it's, you know, the viral content that blows up and all of a sudden some random kid in, you know, Arizona or Washington, or, you know, like would follow us all of a sudden saying like, oh, that's some cool content that I want to keep watching. TikTok is an interesting platform where, you know, like sometimes the brand doesn't even matter. Uh, it's just what the, con the content you produce is what actually matters. So. Hmm. And uh, lastly, before we go, you're on the Create Smarter show. So we kind of hold all of our guests hostage with this one. Deceptively simple question. How do you, Joey, create smarter? To me, smarter, especially in the college athletics area, is how can you, you know, cover as much as possible without burning you out, burning yourself out? Because a lot, especially in sports media, um, a lot of people burn out um, because it's just a lot of hours, a lot of days, a lot of, you know, weeknights and uh, weekends and all that, right? Uh, and you don't work your typical 40 hours a week. Um, so from there, how do you create content uh, and utilize your resources uh, you know, in the best way possible without burning yourself out? And I don't wanna scare people away because it's fun. You know, I enjoy doing what I do. That's why I'm in my uh, position. Um, but in a sense, to me, that 
that means smarter, right? You have to work smarter. You have to create smarter. Um, but in college athletics, it's a lot of, you know, just figuring out what you can do and what you can't do. And if you can't do it, how can you make it happen uh, without just saying, no, we just can't do it? Um, because that's not how our jobs work, right? Like every team needs a need, has a need. How can you fulfill them? Um, so that's kind of, to me, is what create smarter means. Awesome. I love that answer. I feel like, you know, can definitely relate to that in, in any kind of content media creation. You know, it's work piles up and you got to get through it and sometimes it's slow, but so, you know, it's really important uh, for everyone out there to just, you know, take care of ourselves, make sure that we're not going to burn out. We're going to do our best work while also still having time for everything else we need to do. So really appreciate that perspective and, you know, from fencing to football to live from Conti Forum. Really appreciate you taking some time out and uh, talking shop with us today, Joey. Yeah, of course. I enjoyed it. Thank you so much for listening to another episode of the Create Smarter Podcast conversation series. You can follow us on all platforms at 5Tool Productions to enjoy more episodes and live streams to keep you up to date with all the latest news from the industry. Thanks again, and we'll see you next time.